My name is Mr. No Name Stakes. Welcome to my show. It's the Mr. No Name Stakes show. Hello, sugar cookies. Hello, Mr. Stakes. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm doing fabulous, my darling. I'm doing fabulous. I thought that you and I were talking on the phone a few minutes ago, and I thought now would be a good time to start recording. Because I had asked you like a specific question about your life. Um, and I asked you how old you were when you first started modeling. It was like um in the in the club that I used to work, um, it was a I was a, a, a waitress there. It wasn't a I didn't start to strip into um my daughter um was bo- born already. So um this guy went to the to the restaurant where I work, and um, he was looking at my hair, and he said that he needed a model for the hair product. Was going to launch, and they couldn't find women with really natural hair like this, like mine, and pretty. So um, <laughs> you they, have they, like you have the hair that you see in shampoo ads and commercials. I mean, your hair is gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Thank you. They get, and, I thought by now I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I wouldn't dis, diminish and I was so lucky my hair is always you know yeah. grow a lot it's, it's like one of the features that I like about me the most oh my god it's so thick and luxurious you know and you always have it colored so nicely you know I mean Anna come on you're a beautiful woman now is this the picture that you shared on your Twitter space where with the red hair? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you remember what the name of the product was? It was a Italian um, um, hair product. Okay. It, the crazy thing was that back then, my brothers, I still have um, two, let me see, three brothers living in the Dominican Republic. We still was making the, 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 the paperwork for the, for the green card. Okay, okay. And one day my brother was driving and he saw this big picture of me in a in a in a in a billboard. <laughs> and he goes, Oh shit, that's my sister. And uh, they couldn't believe it, but they did take yeah. the, all those the photos that they, they met, took of me. Yeah. Um they told me they would do um billboard and stuff everywhere yeah. and the, you know, they they promote their products. Right. So it was such a surprise, you know, back then I wanna, it wasn't cell phone to take pictures and stuff, you know? Right, right. I want to know if this product is still for sale somewhere. You know, I, I want I don't know, I don't know um if they're still in in We're going to have to research it. We're going to have to research it. When you get a chance, please um text me the picture again. Mm-hmm. Of you, I will. With that because I mean, I have them. Like, I have <clears throat> them in real pictures. Yeah, that all was one... because yes, because yeah. they give it to me like all the the copy of all the pictures. Oh, nice, nice. And then, what did you do after that? Well, you know, I didn't pursue it because when I got hired for that job mm-hmm. and like another two other jobs for hair products. Okay. And photo shoot. You know what they do is they paint my hair with their products and then they photo shoot me. Right. And you know when I I encounter some other people that just want to you you know for them to give you a job you you know you have you have to fuck them. 
right, you know, right. They tried and to you know, back in the days, they act sex for everything. You know, I was sexually um, harassed on a daily basis, work, working in the nightlife in New York back in, in the early 2000s, um, late 1990s, you know. And practically, um, for you, for them to give you a job, you, you have to fuck them. And I go like, no, I, I don't like you. You know, if I like you, I fuck you, but I, I, I'm not going to do that. You know, practically, right. I encountered this and I went to this agency that it was looking for a model for hair again, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a girl. So I thought, you know, oh, this girl not going to want to fuck me. So let me let me try it. And she want to fuck me, too. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I go back to work in my restaurant, you know. I yeah. don't need this shit, you know. Yeah. Like, And uh, for that, I go and prostitute myself yeah. instead and make more money. You I, know? Bet, I bet you made a killing in tips when you were a waitress, too. You know? Oh, I, I have my regulars. I was very, very polite, very nice. The, uh, give me one second. My mom wanted to tell me something. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. I just telling me what you're gonna cook tonight today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why uh Mr. Steak, but um um I got my phone all the way up and I barely can hear you. Oh really? Does this help? A little bit better, yeah. Okay. I have the I have the microphone right up to my mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. um uh you told me that you have the same problem the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just keep talking and we'll see Definitely. how it sounds when we're done. Because yeah. my mom was talking and my um 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 I don't have the luxury to mute the, the mic here. Yeah, uh this app does not allow you to mute the mic. No, nope, they want to hear everything that happened. Yeah, around. and let's hope that our conversation doesn't get cut off like it did the last time. Yeah, I have had, I think, two, two out of three podcasts that I have shared were cut off. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm still using it because, you know, I enjoyed the conversation. It was good. It was yeah, wonderful. I enjoyed it. But I want to ask you a question. So how did you, how did it, how did it happen that you went from being a waitress to being an exotic dancer? How did well, that happen? Well, when, uh, when, you know, and the rest, some, you know, the restaurants have high time and, you know, and low times. It's like all the entertainment business. So I was working in this restaurant for years and I, I used to work seven days out of the week. I used to get to that restaurant. It was Jubilee restaurant Jubilee restaurant. It's a still it's a still one in Long Island. They opened one in Long Island though. Owner of that. But that was one of the most popular Dominican restaurants in Manhattan. It was in 190th Street in Broadway. And I was working in there for a lot a lot a lot, lot long time. And um, it was all girls there working. Like they, <laughs> they the restaurant back in the in the day, they pay you twenty dollars per night, and you have to hustle the tip. You know, that's all what the restaurant give you twenty dollars per night. And the ship it was from like six in the in my ship it was from six p.m. to like five six. Sometimes seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, I was a fucking slave, man. Wow. 
Yeah, and um, I have a big fight for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. It was the the the, the salary. At least if you work seven. Did you get a free meal? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, still. Mm-hmm. That's and the, um, they they didn't mind to to give us food at least. But what happened was that I have a, a getting to a big fight with the like like the. Uh, uh, eldest woman working in there. I'm never going to forget her name. It was Carmen. And I beat the shit out of her. Ooh, what happened? Well, you know, it was Valentine's Day, right? Okay. And the rest, I, it was, I, I I was off that day. They called me and t- asked me if I can come work because the, it was too busy. It, got, it was going to be too busy and they don't have the best girls. I was one of the, of the because I can't speak English and Spanish. So, you know, I was like back then. I I already can communicate in English. You know, so um, they asked me to come in, and I said, okay, 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 I go. I always. Go. I want to just I say was... something. I want everybody to know that Anna was born in the Dominican Republic. She only had an eighth grade education, and when she came to the United States, she taught herself how to speak and read English. Go ahead, Anna. I'm sorry. Yes, um, this is the work in progress. <coughs> let me add. <laughs> you are doing just fine, my dear. So um, that day, um, they put, they pair me. They they have sections like um, two girls have this section and the teeth. We put it together, right? And we we share it at the end. So that night, like just me, like I was in a section with her. And me, you know, she w- was one of the oldest um, waiters in the restaurant. She got the, the most customers. You know, she made the most tip. Oh, so, okay. How old was she? Do you her. remember how old she was? Um, she was older than me, yes. She was no, but like 30-something. I, mean, like, what... I was 20-something. Oh, okay. I was thinking she's like, you know, 50 years old, and she's been working at this restaurant for, you know, and she was the years. old, like since they opened. And yeah, it was okay. Open, like okay. five I get years. It. I get it. Like, she was like thirty-two. I, I get say. it. Okay, I and get she it. She hated me because some women <laughs> adores me. Yeah. Or the one that are jealous, they hate me because I'm attractive. You know. Yeah, sure. But that was one of the of them. But she thought that she was smarter than me, and that shit pissed me off. You yeah. know, because at the end of the night, I remember just I make myself, myself. I, I counted, I passed to her, you know, like the tip every time they, they left. And I made myself like a, like $493 that night. Ooh, dang. When she was going, she shared the money. She got come and passed me like $203. And what? I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. So nobody give you tip. All the table you waitress. I, I give you $393 and you you pass, you giving me $203. So that means that the only thing you make all night on TP was $10. Right. Right? Because, right. you know, the math, you know, she thought, I don't know, math, that bitch, you know? So I go like, we need to do something here. So I went to the manager <laughs> and I said, listen, <laughs> listen, um, you have to check, put the, check the camera because Carmen is telling me that she make ten dollars today or tip when we got the same wait the same amount of table and i make almost four hundred dollars mm-hmm. and she's stealing my my tip mm-hmm. half of hers was yeah. mine and half of mine was hers you know yeah. yeah so he said no carmen is not like that he took her side right away he didn't even give it a chance 
to go um, and check the cameras, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I see that I he took his, her side, I told him, you know what, sweetie? I told him right back. I went and beat the <laughs> shit out of the girl that they have to pull her from me because I was killing her, you know? And I went to the, when the manager came out, what the fuck? And I said, listen, <laughs> now I quit, you motherfucker. You know, take Carmen, roll it, roll, roll her and shove it to your ass, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, and I left the work, mm-hmm. you know. They was calling me next day because I was a good worker, you know. Yeah. And I told them I wouldn't go. So one friend of mine, <laughs> that he was a waitress. <laughs> Hey, it's all water under the bridge. Yeah, fuck you. You you know, you let that woman steal from me and now you want me to come back? Fuck you. If you fire her and you told her to give me my money, force you to give me my money, I go. You know? Yeah. I was going, when I was beating her up, I have her purse in my my hand and I was going to take the money myself. But I didn't do that. You know, I I, I prefer to leave the job. And I beat her up, you know, very badly. Oh, I know you did, girl. Yeah. And then, um, um, girl, you could kick my ass. So, like, <laughs> you too told yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No, well, that is, that's really was, funny. That's really funny. And yeah, my life is funny all all around. I know but. it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, so she put. So you quit the job. Yeah. So and- now we're now now we're the day after Valentine's Day. Okay. And you're unemployed. You told your former employer, no thanks. And so what's your next move? What's well, next I got to tell you as well that I was a, I sell numbers too in New York. For oh, years. you were selling. Now, what does that entail exactly? Like the, 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 the numbers that they do that, that, you know, it's like the um, illegal numbers. Okay. And so like an illegal lottery. For the, they pick the number from the horse track. Okay. Yeah, so I did that for years in New York, too. <laughs> oh, you did? How much money did you make doing that? They used to pay me $490 per week, but I used to work from 6 in the morning to 9.30 a night. Okay, okay. Because that was the time where you have to pass the number, you have to collect the, the people who play, you know, and then you yeah. have to pass it through the main people who would it back it up. You know? Right, right. And did you so, ever get in trouble for doing that? Yeah, I got arrested twice for that. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> did you have did you have to go to jail for it at all or no? No, no. Like the first time they arrested me, I spent like three hours. They pros- it does misdemeanor. <laughs> and 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 my Girl, were you was, did you put did you put up a fight when they came to arrest you? You crazy never would have put a fight. I was doing something wrong. Okay, okay. So that's solid advice. If you get caught, don't fucking argue. You crazy. You just you make just it harder on yourself. Like I was so yeah. stupid because I wasn't looking at the camera and they knocked the door. Yeah. And I have four machines, a slot machine there too that I take care of and I make extra money from that. So <laughs> when they knocked the door, I didn't check the camera and I just opened. It was yeah. in my apartment in the Lancy Street and... Okay. In downtown Manhattan. Did I hear you say that you had four slot machines that you were making money off of? Yeah, the owner, I take care of them. The owner um, gave me like a 25% of oh a week. God. I was making a lot of money. <laughs> I know you were. You did very well for yourself. So yeah. you went so you went from being a waitress to selling numbers and managing, you and know. And then I went I, when when I got arrested in the apartment, they, they you know, when we got busted in the apartment, we moved to a hair salon. 
And that's okay. when I learned how to do hair. So I was taking care of the four machines, the slot machines. I was selling the numbers and I was making hair in the salon. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, I worked there for three years without a day off, Jane. Um, it's a mistake. Wow. You know, and I realized, what, you know, well, that's another story, but I'm going to go through it to, to where we started. So yeah. when they, when I leave that job, one friend of mine, um, I will, I call one friend of mine that we used to work together. And she told me that she's not working restaurant anymore because she's going to these, um, Mexican restaurants. Okay. You, you know, um, this Dominican girl have like bunch of girls that she put in a bank and she take it to this Mexican restaurant in downtown Manhattan. And they pay us two dollars for each um, Sunday we dance with the with the guys, and they give us like, and for each beer or each drink that they invite us, they give us money. So I I I stay in that place working like, for not much like just like five months because you have to I had I was dealing with those like you know dance merengue salsa you know spanish music so for each dance uh, that we we have with them you know we close it wasn't nothing indecent you know what i mean mm -hmm. um they give me two dollars so i was making you know like per <laughs> night there like um 175 200 dollars then one one girl that sounds like a lot day. of work for a little exactly exactly that's what i'm going that's the point i'm gonna make yeah. One girl went there one day and we clicked and she told me I wouldn't come back here, Anna. You should go to a go-go bar because there they give you more tip, they pay you a salary, and you you just in bikini in the back of the bar. Mm -hmm. And she told I told her, You think they wouldn't hire me? And she said, You look at yourself, Anna, of course they're gonna hire you. Right. And I go, Well, you can take me. She told me, Yeah, I take you because I know the, the manager. That was the club 44 we was talking about. Remember? Okay. okay. And yeah. 44th Street and, and A Avenue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you was And that is and where that is where you met your husband, right? No, club no, no, 44? no. That was long before I met my husband. I was young there. I was like 25, 26, 27. Okay. 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 So then you got a job at Club 44. Mm -hmm. And you were behind the bar in a yeah. It was a go go. That was a go go bar. Okay, okay. And how did you make good money doing that? Oh well, I, they pay me eight dollars an hour back then. Okay. So I have a salary. Okay. That was the big deal for me that I I knew I was going to have it's not twenty dollars per night in a restaurant. You know what I mean? I was right. paying eight dollars an hour, and I, it was reported through you know. Yeah. I needed to report and and you know for my 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 retirement so. Right. That was that. And also we was it was the bar, right? Mm -hmm. And then we danced in the back of the bar where it was all the bartender, all the liquor, and then in the back the girls go to dance. You know? Okay. Okay. So um they give the money to the to the um bartender to pass to us in okay. the in the stage. Okay. So yeah, it was night that I make five hundred dollars, uh, James. Um, Dang. Mr. Stink. Yeah. That is crazy, girl. Apart than my the my my check every week, it was two hundred and something. You know, mm -hmm. it was the first time that I really have a salary that it wasn't like twenty dollars per night. You know, like, sure. Like um, I work in there like for a year or so, and I met my daughter's father. 
Yeah, okay. and that go-go bar. Okay. I thought I was in love with him, but it was sexual attraction. <laughs> and this was this was the the man who you were married to for nine months. No, no, that was my daughter's Elizabeth father that I was just. Oh, him, okay, like, for okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is this is um Angelina's. Father. No, 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 that was Elizabeth's father. I met Elizabeth's father in that Google bar. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. What was his What was his first name? Um, um, Bill, um, Bill. William. Okay. Bill, oh. Bill is the, the daughter. Okay. I'm really, I just for the years. record, just for the record, I'm really high right now because I always smoke way too much pot when I'm on the phone mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> I've taken it easy today with the smoke. Yeah. Okay. So you met him, you met him at this club. Okay. And where do things go from there? Well, from there. Um, like I told you, I thought I was in love with the guy, but in reality, I want to get, you know, I, I didn't like to work there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, he was very much, he's the Irish guy, you know, mm-hmm. he wouldn't, um, allow his girl to work and that. So I practically, I was living by myself then. Yeah. My son was already with her, with his father because I take him out of the hood. Yeah. Um. As soon as I could, because I live in the South Bronx, and I don't want my son growing up and going to that school. It was horrible. Okay. You know, so I sent him there. So, but I practically moving with him to Queens. Then, um, two months into it, I figured it out that the guy have a cocaine addiction. Oh, okay. And he was um alcoholic. Ew. Okay. And then I was already pregnant. Okay. With okay. So what I did it was I had my daughter and I left him and that's when I went to really stripping, mm-hmm. you know, because gogo bar is not stripping, you know. Mm-hmm. Gogo bar is more like it's you know, dancing, dance bikinis. Yeah, you're dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have made an amazing gogo dancer back in the day. I think you do, though, one hundred percent. Um. So how did you end up getting a job in the high-end club that you were working in? When I leave my husband, I was uh, my, my, my Elizabeth's father, Will yeah. and Phil. Yeah. And when how long I were you with him again? How long were you with him again? Um, just like we moved together and I was pregnant like a month, two months into it. Okay. I was pregnant. And then when I had my daughter, 14 days after I left him with my baby wow wow okay okay mm-hmm. okay and then okay so go i'm sorry i interrupted you what yeah you yeah saying? it's good for yeah. clarification because yeah. this time i go around you know yeah i know i do too i do too so um you leave him and then where do you go well I was did you did you have a... i don't have no place to go i was in the okay. practically in the park with my daughter okay you know so I now now clarify this. You had no place to go, and were you actually living in the park? Were you homeless? I was practically home. I can go to my sister's house, but I didn't want to. I live with my sister since I get to this country, okay. and I had enough. How you know? long did you go without a place to to sleep? Like that day that I left left him, I called my friend Brianna. We, we used to be waiters in a, in, a, in a restaurant, and she was my friend. And I told her, you know, I, I, I just have a baby. I leave my, my, her father, and now I don't have no place to go. I don't have no job. 
Yeah. And I was calling her to, to advise me about a shelter or something. And she told me, you're not going to fucking go to a shelter, Anna. Oh, you're going to uh, tell me that you're such a hard work woman going to go to a shelter? No. I'm going to take you to a club that they hiring. You know why they hired me in that club, James? Me um, to stay because they need a woman for the daytime. They need a woman from noon to eight o'clock. Okay. The pretty girls didn't want to go to work during the daytime, you know? Right. So they always needed girls during the daytime. Sure. And she told me they're going to hire you. And I go, they're not going to hire me. I just have a baby. And she goes, do you lose all your hair and all your face during the pregnancy? And I go, no. And she said, exactly. <laughs> they're going to hire you. And I, and I, I can't and even believe, I can't even believe like you were. Well, I can because I was the same way, you know, even when I was in like the best physical shape of my life, I never, I never felt like, you know, oh yeah, you know, you look really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I knew that I did because of how, you know, men, you know, responded to me and stuff like that, but I didn't necessarily, necessarily believe it. I was always like looking at myself in the mirror, you know, if I you know, my gaining weight or whatever, you know, the drill, you know, yeah, yeah, I know the drill. But you're oh, like, 100%. oh, nobody's gonna hire Anna. Uh, wrong, wrong. Well, she yeah. told me the same day, she told me, let's yeah. go for it. And I go, what I have to do? And she told me, you just have to come for an audition. Mm -hmm. And you, I go with you, I take you because she know she, she was, she did the, the one of the managers in the club and okay. in the daytime, she, okay. she did him. Oh, so she okay. told me, it's going to take you, you do an audition, I'm going to get you some some clothes because I, I don't have clothes, like G-string and, you know, sure. dresses to sure. put on for the audition. So she helped me. She took me to the audition and um, she practically even dressed me, you know, and they hired me in the spot. Like, I stay in her house for a week. And um, I already have my apartment in New Jersey. Wow. 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 Good. Yeah. That good. week, that was, the, I just worked in the daytime mm -hmm. for um, two weeks when they put me in the nighttime because I was making too much money during the nighttime. And they want me in the nighttime killing it there. <laughs> <laughs> I lost all my weight practically. <laughs> In two weeks that I that I gained for in my pregnancy, like that picture that I sent you with the, the, the you, you see with my red hair. Yeah. I already lost all my weight right there. Okay. Okay. And and I just just was making good money. They they passed me through the night. So how would workday go for you from the time you came into the door? Like how would your day go? In the daytime, I didn't have to do professional makeup, but in the nighttime, I did. Okay. They have a a, a, a makeup artist there that you have to pay for to do your makeup. So, like, I used to take the bus in New Jersey because I live in Jersey City that is, like, 10 minutes, 20 minutes drive um um to the city. Okay. And they have a bunch of uh, transportation. I used to take the bus there. Okay. But I have to be there, like, I used to start at 8 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. I have to be there at least at 5.36 for makeup. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she would do your makeup, and then you would get dressed. And then yeah. 
Did you guys have like a schedule that you had to follow, like Anna's first, Sarah's second, you know, da 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 da? You know, did you were you required to dance for so minutes, or how did that work? And uh, we have to work for sun. Like most of the time, we work. Um, we do three suns. Okay, so for, you were- for 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 um, yeah, each each other, it's depends. And okay. it was like, let's say it was enough girl. Mm-hmm. Sometime I used to go in the stage five times out of the nine. And it was more girl. I maybe go to the stage four times because they rotate us, you know. Okay. Did you make more money from dancing on the stage? Or, I mean, I know you made the most money by doing a champagne room, right? Yeah, that's where the money was in the lap dancing and all of that stuff. Okay, okay. And we were talking on the last... Um, our last chinwag, which is episode one of this podcast or episode three of this podcast, forgive mm-hmm. me. Um, we were talking that there were there was kind of like this hierarchy where the men at the bar, those guys you were going to make the least amount of money on. You would rather um, be dealing with a guy at the table. And then the table is the ones where you would get them to do the champagne room, right? Definitely, because I was working on them since I was in the stage. Yeah. 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 What is the benefit of having a champagne room? The money. No, no, no. I mean, but from the... Because are they at this club... Were you topless at this club? Topless, yes. Okay. Were they allowed to touch you? You didn't never. Okay. They have to have their, their hand in the side all the time when I was doing a lap dancing. When I was doing a champagne room, it was like a lap dancing. The only thing, it was 30 minutes, you know? Oh, so it's like an extra long dance. That is, yeah, lap I dancing. Okay, I get it. I get it. You don't I, do nothing. So much other, and you drink with them, too. I used to throw it away and just play around, you know. They want me to drink it because he would ask for another bottle of champagne. But yeah. I didn't drink like that, so I have to always try to play trick to throw it, throw it in the in the bucket, you know, and don't drink it, because mm-hmm. you know I never been a good drinker, you know. Yeah, I know you're not big on drinking, mm-hmm. you know. I, you know, I like my wine and I like my, you know. I wish I like it because um, I can I can party. I don't party because of that, because I go, you know, I don't drink. Everybody's <laughs> drunk, having a good time, and I'm like. You know, you know, there's always there's all, always one Debbie Downer in the group. Well, somebody, somebody in your big group who's had too much to drink, you know, starts to turn into an idiot. Or, you know, talking about whatever, you know, whatever. They bring down the they bring down the vibe. They bring down the vibe if you've had too much to drink. Yeah, yeah. That's what they that's why they drink, you know, I guess. You know, the older girls, um, the you know, I don't get me wrong, I used to drink too, sure, because you know, and but back then it didn't hurt hurt me too much, but I no. never liked alcohol like that, yeah, you know. But I do drink it sometimes, sometimes I, I take my lemon drop since yeah. then, that's what I drink, yeah, okay. I just shove it down my throat completely, yeah. You know, and yeah. get it over with, you know, but I, I do drink and I f- find out that I make more money when I re- really was a little bit tipsy and drunk. Oh, my. Oh, my. Because you got less inhibited, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. But you still had to. Was there someone in the room watching to make sure that he didn't touch you? 
we have they have we have a camera guy with ah. camera monitoring okay. all the the rooms that it was um occupied with 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 girls dancing okay. i see I we see. used to tip them and you know they look after you they was bouncers ah. i take care of all the bouncers okay. i take care of the dj you know sure the yeah. the bartender when i do a lot of money i used to give them to yeah because the bartender help us make money and the way that if I go to talk to someone in the bar, the bartender would come and ask if they want to buy me a drink. And I make $12. Yeah. You for each drink that they, they imbibe me. You mentioned before that you used to tip the DJ because then the DJ would play the songs. That yeah. You, yeah. They, they don't play rap music and things like that. They, they, they R&B, like pop music. They didn't play rap music where, you know, like twerk music stuff like that no sure sure mm -hmm. what did what was your favorite did you have like a favorite artist or favorite song to dance to it's a lot of songs that i used to dance on the stage that when okay. i hear it it's just reminding of that i used to i used to dance a lot i asked the dj a lot for this song that is um let me see if i can remember it you got me going crazy Turn me on, turn me on. Oh man, I Oh, that to... sounds really that sounds really familiar. So, yeah, it's like very nice to move your hips. So yeah. I would dance that song very nice and very sensitively. Yeah. And I used to um dance to it was this sunny say you can man i can't i can't still have the rhythm in my head we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have to find the songs and share them sometime yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i like <laughs> you know, music always is very nostalgic for everybody you know every time i hear one of those um yeah r&b music songs that i used to dance for uh yeah. with you know yeah i remember and it can give me nostalgia though so let me ask you now Okay, so did you enjoy doing this or did you hate did you hate doing this? In reality, you know, like I don't think it's any woman that enjoys to be a stripper. Okay. Okay. I don't think so, you know. Because I when I so. when I was younger, I was living in, you know, Arizona and I was working at a convenience store that was close to um a club. And so the girls would come in, you know, every night like clockwork. And they would all buy, you know, a pack of cigarettes. They would buy, um, back then, like, Metformin was a really, not, no, no, not Metformin, Metabolife mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was a really big thing. To get energy, and, yeah. Yeah, and they would buy, like, a little thing of Metabolife or something. Mm -hmm. And they... I would talk to the girls and um, some of them, they said that they did like it, you know, and the reason why they liked it is because of the money. Oh, you, you know, know that's that the only reason I like it. It was because of the money. Yeah. Because but they're like, like, I could be, you know, sitting like being, you know, Mr. Steaks behind the counter making like, I forget how much I was making at the time, probably like fucking five bucks an hour. You know, it was this, this job was a stepping stone to another job. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had just moved to Arizona mm -hmm. and, um, but I always like seeing the girls, beautiful girls, always very sweet, you know, but so now I want to ask you, so you meet, you end up meeting your husband. And I think, I think we talked about that on our last, um, on our last show. Mm -hmm. And so, 
what how did you go about leaving the um adult club well when when i i started with my husband right um i told you the way we started that you know that he invited me out after i uh, uh, reaped a 100 dollar bill and throwing his face yes yes and um when we started dating and the owner of the club used to hustle my husband for the rent she was a a a dominican woman and she was like an international um practically um show girl you know okay back in the days but she used to like play games with him to pay the rent like so she i us, guess can you give us an example of what she was like doing? for example the club was was is 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 not making enough money it got to the point where he kicked her out you know because she was owing him a million plus in rent oh Playing him like she thought that oh now I'm nice and and you know Carrie is in the mirror, and maybe she's gonna tell him you know like she was scared of that. So one day my husband, we supposed to meet after work. I work in the daytime that day, uh-huh. and I finish at eight. And he t- and he the night before he used to go to those a bar and got drunk and sometimes he lost his phone right. Okay. And um, did that day, the day before, we supposed to go dinner after I finished work, like at eight, right? Yeah. And I don't heard from him during the day. And I was in the club working, and Jocelyn, it was the the owner of the club, she called me to the locker room, and I and she goes, "Why the landlord have to be calling me to telling you messages?" And I go, "What are you talking about?" Say, so, you know, Patrick just called me and told me to tell you to to give you your phone to give him your phone number because he lost his phone last night are you really dating him and i said well i'm going out with him i don't know if we're dating and she goes like you're gonna need to pick it pick pick one the keep dating the landlord or um i'm keeping your job so what i answered to her is i was the dance the best dancer she had I put money in my hair, my skin, it was flawless, you know? Like I had my nails done, my toes done. I look like a doll. I really put the money. I have a wardrobe of of dancing um, dresses, of (coughs) high heels. In my locker, I have more than $50,000 in outfits to dance. Holy cow. Yes. I did put money into me to make money, you know? Yes. And she always put me, every time she have a meeting, she put Carrie as an example. Look at Carrie. Look at her hair. Look how she come here. You know? Right. And she always used me. Dripping and with diamonds. Dripping with diamonds. Yes. And then she <laughs> she, she, knew, she always called me when she don't have girls. And I was off. I was there. And it was a blizzard. And the snow was up to my neck. Guess who show up to work? Oh, Fucking damn. Anna. Damn. You know, so like I what I answered to her was like when she told me that, I told her, listen, Jocelyn, the same way I work here, I can go to Times Square to all these clubs and auditioning, and I promise you they're gonna hire me. By that time I already yeah. had the rest done. You know? Oh, okay, okay. So I told her, you know, like no, it's a paprika, it's a Sí, pero no pica. Sí, bija, eso es bija. Pero que pica. Que, que no pica, es bija. La bija no pica. 
My mom asking me about seasoning. She no. told the do pap- paprika um um is spicy, and I go, no, that just give college the food. <laughs> what is she making? Uh, she's gonna make a spaghetti with 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 brown uh, beef, and she's gonna make um rice and beans. Oh, that sounds delicious! Delicious. Yeah. Okay, back to the story. Back to the story. Mm-hmm. This woman gave you an ultimatum. Yeah, you either break up with Patrick or you get the f out of my club. Yeah, and I told her, you know, you know, since the same way that I'm here all the time and I'm reliable and I've been working for you for almost two years without ever disrespect you, without bringing business to you. The same way I work here, I can work at any club I want. Yeah. So. Thank you very much. And I left. That yeah. same night, I went and, and, and auditioned in another club. I didn't tell my husband what happened because I didn't want him to go bizarre on her and kick her out. Right. right. You didn't want a bunch of drama. You didn't want a no, bunch of drama. I did. I don't like to hurt people, especially I was appreciated that she gave me a job when I needed the most. Sure, of course. So I never told him. I That night, I got to his apartment and I told him, I didn't tell him I quick, but like the next day I went, I went and do audition and I got hired the same night. I just stayed there and work. And that night, the difference of that club is they give you the money the same day. You know, she and the others and the other hand, she pay you every Tuesday, you know? Yeah. So there, that night I make James $1,300. Wow. Yeah. And they give it to me right there. It was yeah. lace, um, a street club in Times Square. It was like in 41, 40, 30 something it was. Okay. Um, lace, um, 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 a street club. And that night, I supposed to meet with my husband again in his apartment in Fifth Avenue. So we went, I went there and he told me, told me how it was work. And I told him it was good. I started a new job. And he go, what were you talking about? And he was very surprised because, you know, like I say, he was the owner of the club. He was the, the other building, you know, he knows Jocelyn. Right. And he knows that I was one of the best employees there. And he told me, he started to ask me questions. I said, look, I just leave because we are dating and I just don't want Jocelyn to, you know, I don't want to miss this. Yeah, I, I lied to him. You know, and lace. They pay me the same day. Um, at one point, you know, my husband bought me a car, you know, mm-hmm. he bought me a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I suppose you to um, put the insurance on. Mm-hmm. And one day she used to like, I was so nice with her that she owed me money and she used it to, she, she don't pay me. Like it's come to choose that she paid the girls and she come. Like, and she told me, oh, Anna, can I pay you another day? Because I don't, you know, I didn't make it to pay all the girls. And, you know, can you let me pay you? You know, it, we have that type of relationship, right? Sure, yeah. And one day um, when he bought me that car, I he told I, I was still taking transportation and the car was parked in New Jersey. And he told, asked me, what happened with the car? It's good. And I said, yeah, I had it there. I have to insure it. And and he said, why you didn't shoot it yet? And I go, oh, because Jocelyn didn't pay me yet. But I, I oh my God, James, he went bizarre. He told me, you're going to tell me that Jocelyn not paying me the rent and she also not paying the girls? He was so fucking mad. 
like and I go look I don't want you put me in the middle with Jocelyn you know I really right. appreciate um that she give me job when I need it you know she gave me practically she gave me an ultimatum because um she thought that it was a a conflict of interest that I was dating you and I just went to another club you know right and I don't want you to man he if any you know it got to a point uh, uh, mistake that I cannot tell him when someone do something wrong to me because he would seek a bad uh, revenge oh I know my that's how he my- went and make her sign the club to me what yes that club it was in my name shut the f he kicked her out and he made her the day that we signed he invited us she he he invited her we didn't talk because i leave the club you know yeah, yeah. and i wasn't talking to her right and um he invited her she he invited her to dinner he used to invite her to dinner all the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um to talk about business you know and that day he she invited her to that grand Habana club that, we, that my husband was a member it was one of the most high-end club, cigar club in Manhattan. And there she had to sign. He bring his lawyer and he bring all the papers and he create a name for me, a business name, Anna Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> he want me to open the club. I told him I'm not into that. I don't like that, you know. Yeah. But he, the, the, the thing is, my husband never told me to stop working what I work, you know. Yeah, he loved me like that. He didn't thought that it was a problem. So when I told him that I was in another club, he told me, you know, Anna, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you to quit work because that's your life. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. But -hmm. you know that you don't need to to dance. And I go and and I told him, you know, it was easy for me to dance when I was single and I don't have no one to respect. But now that we are together, I do feel some type of way, you know, right. and I do prefer not working that. And since then, I never work again. You never worked again. Yeah. He told me to quit. Eh? Did you, but did you had businesses though over the years though? Well, you know, by then, um, like four years after I, when I got the apartment in, and, mm-hmm. and like three years after that, then 2006, I got that apartment that I'm selling now in, in New Jersey, sure. in Atlantic City. Sure. And like I said, I always have money. It's not like when Patrick met me, I was dying. I was making no. good money. But you, you know, had, I had my probably, apartment. Did you help him with his business? It, his real estate part of business, yes. Yes. Was that yes. a lot I of, show him, a lot I show properties, um, go and see property for him when he was out of town. Yeah. When he was in California. Yes. I got, yeah. I got that. I feel that's one of the reasons. Um, he traveled a lot. He, no, he lived practically in California. Oh, that's what he I was, mean. That's what I mean. Is that he didn't? You guys spent a lot of time apart. Apart, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like half of the month. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought when I got Angelina that he would maybe retire and yeah. and help me to raise her, but he yeah. never never retired. He'd retire after we got arrested. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was sixty-seven when he, he at that time. He was 67 years old when he Yeah, died. we started when he was 58. Oh, he started when he was 58. So for nine years, he mm-hmm. was doing it. So <clears throat> here's a good time to mention that, um, you know, it's believed that the show Breaking Bad was inspired by 
Anna's story. And this is just one of the things that makes you so interesting. I mean, besides the fact of your extremely humble beginnings, you know, I mean, you started out, no running water, no electricity. And then years later, you end up living on Fifth Avenue. And one day, a knock comes at the door. Yep. Yes. The Fifth up came at the door. Yeah, you that's they are worse than cancer, you know. How did when you when you would you be cancer or or getting in trouble with the fat? I would take the cancer, oh girl, in a heartbeat. When you take cancer, they they are. I was explaining yesterday in the space where I told you that they want to hear my story. I don't, I wasn't volunteering it, but they want to hear because sure they mentioned the 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 breaking bag and and they want to know if i saw it and i say yes i saw it a lot of people think that 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 story was based on my husband life and everybody go bananas in the room yeah so they go you have to tell us now and i go oh man i already i'm already telling that story you missed the stake and like it's a long story and i don't feel like i i it's best if we just have fun and they want to hear it they really want to hear it of course it's, you know, and um, um. So what I, I, I want to ask you, what I want to ask you is, when you opened the door, like how many men were at the door? Well, I remember I was at the dentist because I was starting to do so. My husband was having some implant, and me too. Okay. So the reason why I didn't rob my daughter Angelina to the city that that day because my husband got from every time he was coming from california he called me and he told me and i got fly for friday he used to love to to fly on the friday evening or saturday uh-huh uh-huh and um he called me and told me can you go to fifth avenue wait for me in there that's so what i used to do is i drive my car to his lab in brooklyn and take a taxi to the city because okay. you have to pay $60 per night in a parking garage. Even though we own a, a apartment in Fifth Avenue, we don't have a parking space, you know? And so you would have to pay $60 a night to park your car. Yeah, what I used to do is oh. I just drive my car to Brooklyn, yeah. where it was his lap. Yeah, and then and, yeah. Um, from Very there I take smart. a taxi. That's one and of the reasons why they impound my car. They took away my car, the feds, because it just was parking in there. Yeah. And I have to pay $16,000 for them to give it back to me. So ridiculous. It's insane. It's insane. Mm-hmm. So your husband would call to let you know he's flying from California to New York. He wants you to meet him at the apartment in Fifth Avenue. Yeah, I stayed and, there. You know, yeah. he, for him, it would be better if I stayed in the city. But like I always t- told you, he was happy. Where <coughs> I, I was happy in the suburb. I, you know, I hated the city. Yeah. I never going to be a city girl. Yeah, you liked living on Long Island. And I like to yeah. live in the quiet, you know, like Absolutely. it was too many people in there. They're disgusting. You know, I was going with my daughter's stroller and I have to beat people in the front with the stroller. So they let me get through. I didn't like the city. So yeah. he would have called me and he would have told me that, that he goes there. Go, go um, there. So that day I don't bring Angelina. I leave her with her nanny. Because I was going to the dentist next day. They, yeah. He was going to start to do my work and do some implants in my mouth. Sure. And I was there in the dentist since like 9 in the morning to like 
five o'clock and I got to an apartment and I was waiting to the anesthesia to go away and I ordered some food. So when I got a knock in the door, it was April 6, 2010. It was like 6.30, 6.40 in the evening. And I we have um, elevated people that bring you up and we also have concierge. So every time I got the food delivery or I got people there, they call me. So I was waiting for the food I knew. So somebody knocked on the door and I was surprised because they always call first. Right, right. And I thought, oh, that may be the food. And they just came astray and brought it. They know that I was a humble person, you know? Right, right. And I wasn't like the uptight. Just to let you know, um, Nicholas Cage, it was my neighbor there in the building. Who? Nick- Nicholas Cage. Oh, okay, okay. That's, he- that's, I like him. I like his movies for sure. Yeah, he was a little bit mean. Oh, okay. A little I bit of a douchebag. I don't like him anymore then. <laughs> um, all the all the employees, like the doorman, the the elevator guys, the concierge, they was crazy with me. And every time I got there, I go and hug them, and oh. they got weird. They got weird, and they told me, "Oh, girl," and I say, "Listen, I'm not like these uptight people living here. You guys, my right. family. Yeah. Listen, James. The day that I got arrested, next day when I went to the building to pick it on my back to take the train to Long Island, yeah. and I got there to the building, they started to cry and they hugged me." Uh-huh. And the concierge was telling me, I'm sorry, I couldn't give you a heads up. I have two aging here. They, you know, it was a nightmare. And we're so sorry. They was crying, all of them, for me. Yeah. 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 That is- they know how, they know my heart, you know. Sure. I was okay. so generous with them, you know, and so warm. You know, people don't don't treat them like human in, in, that, in this environment, you know. I they al- think those people are beneath them, you know. Yeah, I always make a point of um, if I'm being, you know, someone's um, uh, doing whatever, you know, make me a cup of coffee. You know, I don't go out for dinner anymore because of the pandemic. But like if I were to go to the same coffee shop on a regular basis, I know the baristas by name. By and, name, yeah, because you pers- right. you, know, you treat everybody the same. That's what right. I was, you know, like. These people, they they adores me. They adore yeah. me. They, they, you know, they, you know, sometimes they want to take my purse and car- carry my purse. Yeah. And I and I wouldn't know. I can carry my purse. They wouldn't yeah. carry my stuff because I always get it. I have clothes in the two places, but like when my daughter born, like I always have to bring stuff. You yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to the moment where you open the door. Or, you know, maybe this will be, I think this will be a good place to stop, actually. Oh, no, I want to tell oh, no. you, because no, that I, little part is very that. good, and yeah, I want to tell no. you how they treat me. Yeah, I but I want to save it for another another episode. I just I just want to finish it, this part. When they knock <laughs> okay. on the door, and Go I ahead. saw all these long arms pointing at me, and my body... I throw the door because I was scared. I thought I was being mocked, you right. know? How like, many, how many people, how many? Like 30 agents. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. Okay. Wow. They throw me because, just- because, because I did that, that movement with my body because I was scared. Yeah. They pick me and, and through my, through my shirt and throw me in the hallway. And this guy put a big boot on my, on my back that I have a back and blue in my back. Oh my gosh. I was 108 pounds, babe. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh. And, you know, like, it, I wasn't shot. I didn't but know what the fuck they, they wanted. Thought, they, yeah, but they thought that you were a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, you they thought that, they, you know, they, they treated me like shit because yeah. I feel that who who is niche on my husband, it was his ex-girlfriend. They hated me. Mm-hmm. And she gave them all the wrong information, you know? They were shocked because she told them, like, she was crazy. She had yeah. mental problem, and she thought that she was Patrick's wife. So um, she always said that she was his um, common law um, wife. And I guess she, she told all that story to the Fed because they was looking at me for my my other last name, Ana Sanchez. Yes. Actually, yeah. if you, you Google Ana Sanchez, you're going to see all, all more information than if you Google Ana Furley because um, they was looking for me for Ana Sanchez. Okay. And they keep telling me and I keep telling them, you're going to need to ask my husband. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I was, you know. And they always tell me, what f- at one point, they brush it out every time I say my husband. But at one point, one of them go and say, what hoping, husband are you talking about? Because um, Dr. Furley is not your husband. And I go, yeah, Dr. Furley, it is my husband. And I can prove it right now. You just have to go and check my, my license. And they go, ha, you know, you, you're going to. You have a license to say that you Anna Fairley? And I say, yes, sir. My name is Anna Mercedes Fairley. And they go, so you, you, Dr. Fairley, why? And I go, yes, go check on my ID. When they go, they were treating me like shit. When they go to my purse, first thing about this, they took $3,000 that I have there that I supposed to deposit that day and I didn't have time. Uh-huh. They took it away and never reported. So they steal from me, you know? They yeah. never report that money. I told my lawyer, and my lawyer being telling and telling them they never they never discovered that money. They they packed it, you know. Yeah. That three thousand right. dollars. And um, um, the, when they saw the the ID right away, they see me in a in a chair. I was sitting in the floor in a corner. Right. You know, and they they see me in a chair and put a officer in in my back, and I was like, "You you stupid asses! I'm gonna beat you guys up." Like, you know, but I was in limbo. I was like in limbo. You know, when you are like, you don't think that you really are in reality, reality. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Several years ago, my husband was assaulted in downtown Minneapolis right in front of me. It was like my my body was like floating outside or my my. My mind was floating outside of my body or my soul was floating outside my body. And I could hear people, but it wasn't really sinking in what was going on. Yep. Yep. No. And exactly the same. Yeah, the same I was feeling. in shock. I was in shock. Yeah. But okay. We're going to stop the chinwag here and we're going to pick it up next time. Okay? Yeah. This is part because- two. Yeah, because it's almost time for me to be gay housewifey. Definitely. I can can feel it coming on. So, girl, I love you. Please be good to yourselves. To yourself, I should say. Because this is a... I said yourselves. (laughs) Like I do. Like you do on my Twitter spaces. But, girl, F you hugs. F you hug, Mr. Steak. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Uh, you. And God bless you. You know I love you. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.